Today's show is brought to you by the Tourism Board of the Philippines. Thanks for taking care of us the last two weeks, guys. It's been awesome. It's more fun in the Philippines for reals. Oh, oh, oh. This one time. So, this one time. This one time? <laughs> this, you know what? This one time. This one time. Oh, my God. This one time. The podcast. How are your sister wives? <laughs> my God, a topic for another day. Greetings from Palawan in the Philippines. In just a moment, we'll tell you about our trip to the Philippines. But before we get there, hello, my lover. Hello, baby. And hello, everyone. I'm Sheila D. And I am Evo Terra. And have we got a story for you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this this week, I, I think you're spot on. So we have spent the last two weeks-ish, more than that, two weeks. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. Spent the last two weeks in the Philippines, our first time ever visiting the Philippines, and it has been an amazing time, uh, which we're going to talk about a little bit today. We're, we're on the island of Palawan, Palawan, I'm going to pronounce that properly, which is south and uh, west of Manila. It's the largest well, I say the largest island. It's the largest not Manila island, I think, is what they were saying. <laughs> I mean, the Philippines are made up of a whole bunch of islands, right? Right. So we, we've had a great time, and I really want to focus on talking about uh, our, our time we've had here in, in Palawan, because you guys need to know about what's happening. So we're in this really cool resort that's inside of a, its own cove on this island. It's called El Nido, which, by the way, is Spanish for the Nido. Uh, beautiful villas over the but, water. We but before you get into that, yes. can we talk about Manila? <sighs> I mean, okay. We, we spent seven days there. Yeah, I really want to talk about Palawan, but yeah, uh, you're right. We, we need to talk about Manila. Manila, right. Okay, uh, here's Manila for you in a nutshell. Uh, if you think the traffic is bad in your city, no. <laughs> Manila has it beat hands down. Now, it's a gigantic big city. It's so it's great. There are things you can get to and do. It's wonderful. But again, traffic kind of blows in Manila. Manila doesn't have the greatest, I don't know, um, interestingness. If, if I was on vacation to the Philippines and I spent the entire time in Manila, I would not be satisfied. But what about the jeepneys? Jeepneys are cool. Jeepneys are the way people get around in Manila, listener. They're they're They're... Well, they used to be Jeeps. Now they make them out of something else, and they're like stretch Jeeps that look like they're straight from 1942. They're awesome. Chromed out. They are hooptied out. It's like the Cholos got a hold of those, and if you know what I mean, if you travel anywhere in Southern California, picture a hoopty that is done as a stretch Jeep, uh, and you've got a Jeep. You can fit like 20 of 20 people in them. That's public transportation there, which the other thing about public transportation there is how terrible it is. People literally walk faster than yes. jeepneys travel. There was a guy, as we were in a jeepney one day, who was selling ice cream, walking down the freeway, walking down the freeway, <laughs> selling ice cream, going faster than traffic. Faster than traffic. It was terrible. It was terrible. But anyhow, I don't want to talk about Manila. I want to talk about what's happening in, uh, here in Palawan. Hold on. We stayed seven days at the Sofitel Manila Plaza. Yeah. Seriously, you have to talk about that. It was fabulous. We probably owe them uh, at least a mention or two. Uh, so if you're forced to be in Manila, and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm jesting, right? I mean, the Manila is, is, is a, like I said, it's a gigantic city. If you like big cities, you'll like it. Sofitel Manila Plaza was 
awesome. Beautiful. Wow. I we have not been taken care of that way since we were in Chengdu, China with oh, uh, with definitely. Marco Polo. They it was five star treatment, uh, top floor, outstanding. The room was so great. I had to go down to get a new key because I'm an idiot. <laughs> the guy behind the desk looks at my room numbers. Oh, eleven fifty four. That's one of my favorite rooms. <laughs> Which makes me wonder what the hell the rest of these rooms are like in this place. <laughs> yes, Sofitel Manila Plaza was great. It was outstanding. And if you're if you're stuck in Manila like we were stuck in Manila because of the typhoon, we mentioned there was a typhoon that rolled through the town. Yeah, we were stuck in Manila with the typhoon. Being in the Sofitel was not bad. Huge pool, but more importantly, amazingly great food. Oh. I'm not a breakfast person, but yeah. the the breakfast buffet was to die for. The uh, the ve- they had a veggie omelet bar just for veggies. I know, I know. And that was the first day we had breakfast. Some guy comes over who worked for the hotel and said, "If you're enjoying breakfast, as you clearly are because of the ecstasy on your face here, you should come and join us for dinner tonight at the same buffet. Oh. In fact, I will give you a thirty percent discount if you come to dinner tonight, which was awesome. I'll gift offer me a deal. I will come eat fantastic food from you because oh. they had a cheese room." Which was amazing. Oh, I took pictures of the cheese room. <laughs> so we wanted to come back and enjoy the cheese room. So we went down uh, that evening, had had a wonderful dinner. Well, that's not necessarily true. We started to have a wonderful dinner. We did. What the hell did you do on your first <laughs> bite of sushi? Oh, and the sushi was so good till I lost a cap. She's not talking about a ball cap, no. people. She takes a bite of sushi... And realizes, what, there's something hard in your mouth? How does yes, this happen? Yes, that's exactly what happened. Like, I bite in, I'm like, what could be hard in my sushi? Like, there should not be anything hard in my sushi, especially here at the Sofitel. And no, it was, it was all me. Yeah. So she loses a cap on her tooth while she's eating sushi. Which kind of puts a damper. Oh, well, it tried to put a damper on eating, but the food was so good. You I powered, powered through. <laughs> you troopered up and ate the amazing Filipino. The food. only thing that it stopped me from eating is they had an amazing like gelato ice cream area, and I did yeah. not eat that. That's probably a smart. Yeah. Thing. Probably a, yeah. But anyhow, uh, yes, great. Sofitel, Palawan. No, I- so hold on, you can't skip over that. The rest of that story. There's more to the tooth story. Oh, I forgot to tell. Yeah, because you got the tooth broken. You had to go get the tooth fixed. So we wound up at a dentist. Here's the deal. Medical traveling happened to us once again because when you lose a cap, you don't just lose a cap. You kind of have to get the cap fixed, put it back on. So found a dentist who would replace your cap like in, uh, you were there for five minutes, maybe? Yeah, I walked in and they truly, they're like, oh, you don't have an appointment? Let's take you back. And you're, I mean, with that, I'm always very nervous because I don't, I don't care for dentists so much, but they were very gentle. They were very um, helpful. Um, It probably took five to 10 minutes. He did a full exam on my teeth and it cost me 30 bucks. 30 bucks, cap fixed. Awesome. Yay. We were on that side of town anyhow because of, once again, Immigration woes. The whole reason we went to Manila early was so that we could get your work permit right. and my, let's call it a rider permit, processed. 
appropriately. We had all the documentation necessary. Yes. Went in, gave them the information. They started saying, hey, maybe yeah, this isn't right. You may not have the right paperwork. And they said, this is the funniest thing. They said, make sure to keep your phone on because if we call you and you don't answer, we will decline your your application. Yeah, it's a two-day process. You drop off day one, day two, actually three-day three process. Day. day one, you drop off in the inf- morning. Um, day two, they process the information. And day three, if all of you is good, you'll pick up your documentation. All was not good. All was not good. They called us and said that the paperwork that we had was not the paperwork that they wanted. They they had a very specific format and very specific wording. <sighs> and it was all just like, it's all semantics because it was truly like the wording on the letter I had was was on on top of it, but they didn't take it. So we had to switch. Yeah, we had to, we, we, know, we do not get, we did not apply for the work permit. We didn't apply for my writer. Instead, we just applied for 60-day normal tourist visas, then we'll let your school deal with it now right. that we're back here. Yeah. The, the only good thing about that trip is it gave me a good reason to go to the fantastic restaurant next door, Sarsa, I believe is how it's pronounced. Uh, you can look it up in the show notes. Little tiny place that has great reviews everywhere and amazingly fantastic food. I mean, the food was was mind-blowing. You had some weird sizzling tofu thing, which wasn't sizzling, but it was fantastic. It was fantastic, and you even liked it. I did. Um, and it wasn't like uh, the 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 sauce on it was very flavorful, but not over the top. It wasn't flavorful. No, it was flavorful. Yes, it was flavorful. I'm sorry if I said that yeah, wrong. Yeah, it was a little confusing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was the the flavor of your tofu was amazing. The the strip of beef I had was just mind blowing, which is kind of the the even in when we got the Palawan, the beef oh, here. Hold on, hold on. You had great beef the whole time during the conference. Oh, the conference. <laughs> we, we probably should mention why we were at the conference. Right. Why we were in Manila altogether. Yeah, uh, we were in Manila because I was the opening keynote speaker at TBEX Asia Pacific 2016, uh, TBEX Travel Blogger Exchange. And yeah, 500 or so people flew into Manila to listen to me talk. Well, not just listen to me talk. I, I kicked off the, the, the two-day conference and they listened to a bunch of other people talk. But clearly I was the highlight of the event. No, people no, coming no, no, to no, no, no. To me. The highlight for me was Scott Herter's session on hyperlapse photography. I have a new obsession. I'm relatively certain everyone listening knows that you already have a new <laughs> obsession because how many hyperlapse photos have you posted online already? I've only posted one. Oh, so it's just me that's had to suffer through <laughs> the dozens. And I didn't even post it out to everybody. I only posted it to the TBEX group right now. <laughs> Listen, listener, prepare yourself. Hyperlapse is coming. I love it. It's I mean, amazing. Everyone at TBEX, almost everyone posting in the closed TBEX official group was posting hyperlapse photography. Everyone in TBEX must have attended this damn session because it's the only thing anyone at TBEX did anymore was hyperlapse. hyperlapse Scott's session was great. Hyperlapse, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was. It, it was pretty fantastic. For me, the other the other fun part of it was when we got to the uh, the big speakers dinner. Part of the deal is when you were brought in as we were to uh, to be one of the VIPs or speakers, you get to go to the speakers only dinner. Uh, speaking of great beef, man, there was. Was some there. We were at the top of the Shangri-La Hotel. Yes. Yes. 
wonderful. It's a, a, a Peruvian Filipino well, restaurant, yes? Well, well, they have a, a Peruvian chef that has come uh, in, and that's why we had the Peruvian ceviche, which I was see. amazing. I see. Yeah, the food was fantastic. The rum was fantastic. Uh, amazingly great rum called Don Pardo? Don Papa? Papa. Don Papa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to, hopefully they have a bottle of that at Duty Free when we get out of town when we go back through Manila. I think I drank too much of it. Oh. <laughs> So so stinking good. Yeah, the parties they do they do a pretty good job um, at 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 TBX for the parties without a doubt. Um, even the non official parties are are kind of amazing. Um, like like Travel Massive. Travel Massive is associated with TBX. They're not officially a part of TBX. Like they're a sponsor of TBX. And at every TBX we've been to, Travel Massive has had a big party that has been uh, outside of uh, the the TBX official uh this one not so much they actually integrated it in nicely which i don't think that ian at travel massive was expecting no i don't think so we had police escorts to get there yeah we (laughs) to get to the travel massive party we um it was after the first day of the conference and they usually what happens at at the Travel Massive party is if you're a member of Travel Massive, which anybody can join Travel Massive, it's just a big worldwide organization of people who like to travel. If you're not a member, I recommend it. Sign up for Travel Massive. At TBEX, they will have an, an, an off-site party. And it's up to you to get there. Uh, it's up to the people that want to attend to figure out a way to get to the party. Well, this time, TBEX kind of surprised Travel Massive, and they had vans waiting for um, everyone. Right. And yeah. I think that these vans, giant buses, actually, let's not call them vans, big buses, dropped 400 people on a bar designed to hold mm, 120, maybe? Well, I, th- I think um, if it hadn't been raining, they would have been able to, to handle us, but... But we mentioned Typhoon. Right. Right? So, yeah, we had to cram <laughs> into the bar, so it was kind of packed. So we didn't stick around a lot of time. We went back to our favorite beer place, Alamont. And continued uh, what we had done previously over there. Alamot is a great craft, local craft beer bar. Fifteen taps of Filipino booze. It's it's wonderful. And so the we went. The food is incredible. It is pretty pretty incredible. Yeah. Um. That was our second time to be at at Alamot. We had actually been there two or three nights before at another unofficial party, a pre pre-Bex <laughs> uh, party that Dave Brett put on at a nice little place called uh, Wild Poppy, which a bunch of people joined. When we got there to Wild Poppy, we're going up the stairs of this place at Wild Poppy, and you and I both looked to the right and said, um, there's a craft beer place next door. Maybe the place we're going to has good beer. Not so much. Yeah. Wild Poppy was yeah. great food, wonderful food, nice people, but uh, we finished our obligatory beer and yeah. food and went, we're going to go next door to this place that has craft beer, Alamat Beer Amazing. Pub. Great Amazing. people. We met We met the owners, Cassie um, and Nin, Nin, Nis, Nin, 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 I can't pronounce Nin. his name. Anyhow, really, really great people. Fantastic food, wonderful beer. Uh, they poured all sorts of beer down our throat nonstop. But there's more than, I mean, the, we're spending way too much time on Manila, honey. Here in Palawan, there is also fantastic beer. We have been to the Palawan Brewing you Company. You are not getting off that easy. You know that, right? Do you remember Michelle? Okay. All right. Listen, there are some things. This is the longest show ever. <laughs> but 
the, yeah, okay. We have talked about, talk about Michelle. I know. We leave Alamot. We've been drinking a lot. We have been drinking a lot. Thank you, owners of Alamot. We go downstairs to call an Uber. While I'm waiting for an Uber, you, I believe, went, and this is all hazy. This is all <laughs> hazy for a variety of reasons, all of which have involved too much craft beer, zigger zagger, zigger zagger, oi, oi, oi. Um, you went to the restroom, I believe? I did, I did. I had to run to the restroom because I didn't know how much traffic. I want you to describe, yeah, because middle of traffic, man, that was an eight-kilometer ride that could take an hour and a half. Um, I want you to describe to the listener what you saw as you were crossing the street to the street corner, hint, hint, that I was waiting on Uber for. What did you see? You had a girl in a skirt. Okay. And she was, um, she had her back to me. Yeah. And she was facing you. Yeah. And you looked very guilty. (laughs) (laughs) I did? Okay. So, yeah, um, and I walked up, and about that time you said, and this is my wife. (laughs) That's what she saw. Uh, From my angle, almost all that is true. She goes to the restroom, and within seconds of her being gone, this girl named Michelle pulls up next to me and says, nothing, actually. I think she might have said, hi, my name is Michelle, grabs my hand, and immediately places it down her skirt. I am not making this up. I sometimes have been known to um, elaborate on some stories, occasionally add a little exposition, just to make the story better. Not happening here. Seriously. Hi, I'm Michelle. Hand, just like a, right on down there, like I'm supposed to grab the goods. Now, you know me, listener. I am not usually... Uh, speechless or without possible action. I just froze. Did not know what to do. Hand never, I mean, it was like splayed out as if I was getting hand surgery. Didn't move anything, just like, I don't know what's happening here. My own reaction could, I turned to her and said, um, hi. And that's about the time that Sheila walked over and I said, shall I introduce you to my lovely wife? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who's right there. Didn't seem to phase no, Michelle no. at Michelle all. Michelle wanted to take care of both of us. For how much money was it? Like 600 pesos. 48 pesos to the dollar. So you do the math on that. <laughs> Just around the corner. Oh. And then I had to share with you the next morning who the guy was in the SUV. Yeah, there's a guy in an SUV <laughs> parked there. I thought he was like some picking somebody up like an Uber black driver. Um, no, no, no. It turns out not so much. Yeah, yeah, it turns out uh, he might have been the pimp for Michelle. So that's my embarrassing Manila story. Can we get to Palawan now? No, you can't skip the epic closing party. Um, the epic closing party? Okay, fine. You're right. Last night, T-Bex always has a big party. This time it was at uh, basically a Dave and Buster's for more grown-ups, like no no slot machine. Well, maybe they did have, uh, uh, the I know they had slot had machines, yeah. uh, but I don't think they had like the funny and game stuff. This was just a big, you know, adults. It's a venue. Yeah, it it's a, a big venue. venue. It's not necessarily for kids, it's for grown people to go to this casino, and there's a giant Dave and Buster's thing upstairs, and they had an Oktoberfest party, which was awesome. Sausages and pretzels all over the tables, and it was wonderful. Uh, they had a beer drinking contest, which I won. Yay! Yeah. I won the beer drinking contest. Surprise, surprise, at, at the Oktoberfest party. 
after you'd already had two bombers of Arrogant Bastard. Yeah, we walk in, and everybody's getting the shitty beer, but I saw Arrogant Bastard back behind, so I got a cu- one of those. I was thinking, I'll have one of those, and then I had two of those, and then I was done, and then they said, drinking contest. So I won that. And you won a huge prize. Well, yeah, one that giant. That you shared with everyone. Giant, you were very generous. Giant box of chocolates that I certainly couldn't take on the plane with us. I mean, it's, it was the size of a, of a, of a tire, <laughs> a car tire. And a so, bottle of wine. So I opened it up and distributed it to, distribute it, distributed it to the entire uh, people, which was, they were all happy with that. Even the guy who, who lost, who came in second, he, he actually finished the same time as I did, but he spilled beer. I didn't spill beer, so he got second place. He took the, a little offense to that because then he made me share Das Boot with him. Well, afterwards. and then we opened up the bottle of wine and shared that with oh, his man, girlfriend because, because she hadn't been drinking because she likes wine. See that it was when, a good bottle of wine too. When a day just kind of fades out like that <laughs> is is not a bad good way to end an evening, I think. Right? Mm, you're right, but but you ended up being relatively hungover. That's true. I was. Right. It's, it's not a good. After the closing party of T-Bex, the first day is the fam tours, and it's not an official fam tour unless I am super hungover for that first day. That's how I know it's an official T-Bex. Yeah, that kind of happens when you end up refereeing midget boxing. <laughs> and yes, I have video. Oh, man. Listen. It, it is your lifelong dream to referee. It is my lifelong dream to referee a bout. A, some sort of a, a professional or semi-pro boxing match. And um, now you've done that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this be, might not be semi-pro. <laughs> this would not, not be one of my prouder moments. This was, listen, if you're offended by exploitative, exploit, exploitism, exploitism, exploit, whatever the word is when you exploit someone, uh, yeah. A little exploitative to deal with uh, little people boxing. We saw it when we were there, and at some point I said, oh, I should do that. But then again, you know, I'm trying to be a little nicer person these days. I'm trying to recognize that not everybody is on the world for my amusement, so I'm trying to back off of that. But oh, I man. blame the Irishman on that evening. I blame the Irishman and the Filipino. <laughs> some, I probably, in my inebriated state, said, you know what we should do? this completely non-politically correct exploitative thing that is little people boxing. And I'm sure the Irish people said, yes, because they we're were Irish way and we'll do on anything. That. But then I think probably clear it. I said, you know what? We should get Anton, our local Filipino representative, and see what he thinks about it. Be- oh, you yeah. know, ideal is, so he will say, guys, listen, that's, it's like ping pong shows, you know, it's like elephant riding. You, you, don't, you don't do those things uh, here in the Philippines. He's an instigator. Son of a bitch said, yes! <laughs> God. So, yes. And I, from what I understand, there's video. I have it. I'm not proud, people. I am, I am completely not proud of that moment, but I did it. You I, did. I had the I had the experience. So, you know, feel free to email me or tweet me with your complaints, whatever else. Um listen, lady, we the idea was to talk about Palawa on the island we're at, and we spent the entire time talking about Manila. Well done. We'll have to do another oh, show on sorry, island. Sorry, this was so long, guys. Uh yeah. So next week, uh the stories of Palawa and I promise. Much less insanity and stupidity and all we'll of the just other. Just talk about your 
Your sister wives. <sighs> Me and my four wives. Ugh. One thing we have to do before we leave is buy postcards. That is correct. Postcards will be purchased from somewhere, hopefully here in Palawan, uh, where we're at today. If not, we'll go to Manila. We send out postcards every single month to the people who support us. If you don't know about that, you really should go to shivo.wtf slash postcards and get on the list because we send out postcards, as I just said, every month. And it's really the only way that we fund the things that we're doing. So pretty pleased with sugar on it. Go to shivo.wtf slash postcards or just go to patreon.com slash OPP travelers. Our music is by Valea Valea. Thanks for listening, listener. I am Evo Terra. And I'm Sheila D. For more information about us, even the stupid things that we do when we're being sent to professional conference, yeah. Well, check us out on all of our social medias. Check us out on our website. Subscribe to the podcast. And uh, stick with us. Next week, the Palawan story is coming up. If you haven't subscribed yet, do so at shivo.wtf.com.